today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday, a group of several dozen Hamiltonians and a bunch of other people from around the province went down to Queen's Park to fight slash lobby slash... Well, put your own verb in there, whatever verb you wish to choose, for the basic income pilot project with the which the Doug Ford conservative government uh, stopped the other day. Uh, one of the people who was there, who was also leading this protest, this group from Hamilton, Do- uh, Tom Cooper, the Hamilton Roundtable for Poverty Reduction head, president? Director. Director, okay. Director will work hey. uh, in studio today. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you again, Scott. You look exhausted. I am I'm not insulting you, but you look exhausted. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's uh, it's it's been a very long week, and it's been very emotional for a lot of people. And and so we're just trying to do what we can to to keep going and uh, stay active and tell the stories of the people in Hamilton whose stories need told. How did yesterday go then? I think it was productive for the most part. Uh, we brought a group of 30 local basic income participants uh, on a school bus to Queen's Park, and we had the chance to attend question period, and that was probably the low point of the day. Um, just watching the partisan rancor, uh, rancor uh, was was really disheartening for some of the uh, participants. Um, the government didn't seem very interested at all in addressing the uh, cancellation of the basic income pilot. Uh, they were talking about a buck of beer, and um, that's their priority right now. Um, they think that's where they should be putting their emphasis and, and the province's resources. But unfortunately, there's a 1,000 people here in Hamilton. There's another 1,000 in Thunder Bay. There's 2,000 in Lindsay who've been cut off this program after having the Conservatives promise to them not once but twice during the election uh, that it would run for the full three years. And now so people are are afraid. Uh, they're not sure what the future holds for them. They're not sure if they're going to be able to keep their housing, uh, go back to school as they had planned, do some of the other things in their lives that they were basically promised they could do. So how then, you use the word productive, how could, it doesn't sound very productive. Well, the productive part of the day was really following question period when uh, the participants themselves were able to split off into groups and meet with uh, some of the MPPs at Queen's Park. And and that was that was really helpful. Uh, we had a chance to um, uh, to meet with a number of the NDP caucus members, and they hosted us for lunch, actually, which was really nice. Um, uh, another group broke off and met with uh, a couple of the Liberal MPPs, and a third group went and met with uh, Green Party leader Mike Schreiner. And uh, so I think all of those conversations went really well. Uh, the, those politicians seem to be very open to, uh, to the idea of trying to find a way to restore the basic income pilot, as was promised. Um, we then had a bit of a media conference at the end of the day and um, came home. So there was, I, I think in terms of getting some conversations going, that was very productive. For, for me, the most important part was ensuring that the people on basic income had their voices heard. Um, so productive almost as therapy? It, yeah, you know what, Scott? In, in a sense, maybe it was uh, because people heard about this announcement suddenly. Uh, they heard, you know, heard on the news or maybe a friend phoned them. Nobody from the government had gotten in touch and nobody from the government um, was interested in consulting with them ahead of time before this announcement was made. And so people uh, were really felt powerless, I think. And, and so this gave them an opportunity to at least understand that some politicians are willing to listen. And, and sure, everybody has their own opinions on, 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 on some of the rationale for that. But I, I think 
for people uh, who are in a very vulnerable position right now, it, it was somewhat therapeutic. Any sense from anybody, from any person there that there was a chance that this is going to be productive though as far as changing anything? I don't know. We, um, we've we seen the language that the minister, Lisa McLeod, has been using uh, shift a little bit over the last week. Um, so immediately it was going to be cut off. Um, and uh, we knew people were going to receive their basic income in August, but we didn't know what was happening much beyond that. Uh, now, in, in question period yesterday, she talked about a longer runway um, to bring people off the program in, in um, a sensitive manner, I suppose. And so we don't know exactly what that means yet. Um, but we really think the government needs to stick to its commitment and stick to the commitment to the people, particularly. We've seen lots of media stories over the last few days of, of just what the cutback is going to mean uh, for individuals in our community. Um, young woman who uh, is, is trying to get back her children from uh, ch- children's aid and, and did everything she was supposed to, um, getting, uh, getting a new apartment uh, so that her children could live with her. Uh, she signed the lease, you know, about a month ago and now finds out the program's being canceled and she can't even afford the, uh, the lease anymore. Um, the, the rent is going to be $900. She's going to get a maximum now if she goes back onto Ontario Works of $721 a month to cover rent and, and food and all the other things in her life. So there's no way she's going to get back her kids, uh, even though she's been able to turn her life around. Um, there's lots of other stories of people wanting to go back to school, improve their skills in, in September. They're not sure if they're going to be able to do that. But one thing I mentioned yesterday to the politicians and, and at the media conference is that two-thirds of the basic income participants who are involved in this program are actually working. They're doing what they're supposed to do. And, and you, had a, you had a couple of BI participants on last mm-hmm. week. Um, James was one of them speaking yesterday, and you know, he has a part-time job. Uh, he's, he's also you know, trying to, uh, to start his own business. He's, um, you know, he's one of many examples of, of people on basic income who may be working, but just aren't getting enough hours or they're working in precarious work or they're working at minimum wage and just not able to lift themselves out of that uh, working poverty rut, let's say. And so for them, basic income was really critical. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.